Welcome to episode 44 of The Shore Report. I'm Jessica Linthorn. And I'm Jay Posner. And today on the show, we have our guest that we had on exactly one year ago, Jay. Yeah, John Peavers. And I don't think we we planned it to no. be exactly a year. It just worked out that way. Yeah. We tried to book him last month. He was busy. Tried to get him earlier this month. And today was the day. Yeah, so, and we, we had a, another great chat and uh, went in all sorts of directions about mm-hmm. the MCR project, uh, what, we can, what we can expect uh, in the short term, what a reminder of what it is, uh, and I think it just highlighted uh, sort of a, one of the one of the strengths of our sort of new way of doing business at the town is that we're, we have good relationships with our, you know, with everybody in the community. With everybody, with the whole world. So with that, let's just jump into our conversation with John. Great, so we're joined with John Peters. John, thanks for coming back to the show. It's uh, great to be here. Hard to believe that it was a year ago that yeah. uh, I joined you, and yeah, lots has happened since then, and I think we have lots to talk about, lots of exciting things going on with Bruce Power and, and the communities. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. And a whole year ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tons has happened, eh? Well, yeah. It's, we don't need to recap, I guess. But no. It's, uh, yeah, so... Uh, but. Yeah, let's talk about a little bit about what's gone on over the last year, and then we'll, if it's okay, get into what we're expecting over the next year, maybe. Sure, can, so right you before we start of, that, okay, I guess, yeah. you know, if it's a new listener and you haven't yeah. listened to our okay. previous podcast with John, can you just quickly, John, tell us about your role with Bruce Power and um, who you are, what you're responsible for, and maybe just a little bit about yourself? Sure, yeah. Uh, John Peavers, I'm the manager of communications and media relations at Bruce Power in our corporate affairs department. So really it is all... Uh, internal external communications including um, you know some uh, interactions with people like you as far as uh, making sure the community knows what's going on with with Bruce Power it's one of the mandates we have as an organization is is ensuring that the, the public knows what we're doing we get a ton of public support and the reason we get that support is is I think one of the things is because we're, we're really trying to be open and transparent with what's happening and uh, we have a very very big project uh, underway it's uh, the uh, life extension program that we have actually started January 1st uh, 2016 so we're two years in on time on budget and gearing up for the first major component replacement project on unit 6 which starts on January 1st 2020 which is when we see even sort of more economic growth and impact on the community so we really want to make sure the community knows what's coming uh, so that we can be ready and working with folks like uh, like you and Jay to try to, you know, again, uh, let you know what's happening with Bruce Power. And, uh, and yeah, we've seen a ton of success over the last couple of years. Uh, I think the big story over the last year since I was been here is, is seeing some of the businesses that have opened yeah. their doors, uh, you know, all across Bruce County and, and beyond and, and particularly in Saugeen Shores. And mm-hmm. we saw you most recently at the opening of the Indigenous Relations Supplier Network office, which is, uh, uh, their, uh, Sit there, uh, sharing with the Organization of Canadian Nuclear Industries, and, and I think that's a that's yeah, a great story. It is, it is a great story. Yeah, and I do definitely want to talk about that a little bit. Um, we did have Allison from the OCNI, Organization of Canadian mm-hmm. Nuclear Industries. We've had Allison on the show recently too to talk about their organization and what they do, and she's quite uh, quite happy to have that partnership um, and that office space with the Indigenous Relations Supplier Network. So that's very cool. Um, so w- just to touch on one of the things that you had mentioned about the transparency and the communication and, and you know what you guys do at Bruce Power 
is certainly noted. Like I know, you know, personally myself following you guys through social media and checking your website and seeing what's going on. But then I'm sure Jay would agree with me. Us as professionals working for the municipality, it's this is great being able to have this open communication with Bruce Power. And really, it's an opportunity for us to support your business as the largest employer in our area as well. Um, but we want to support you. We want to support your suppliers that are coming. And we want to make sure that your project is a success because, well, we know that that this is clean energy and it's the it's the right thing to do for lots of reasons. But it's also so strong and so helpful for our economy. And we have so much to offer. So it's, it's a really exciting time for all of us. Absolutely. And yeah, it's a great lead in. One of the major things we're working on right now is there's a regulatory piece to this. Um, we, we have a license to operate the site. Um, the license we have didn't uh, include the major component replacement project. Um, that deal was signed with the province in late 2015. We had just gone for uh, our license. Um, so we've reapplied for our uh, operating license uh, through the Canadian Nuclear Safety Commission. It's a very rigorous process that involves a, a ton of review. So. Uh, we're applying for a 10-year license that will take us through the first sort of two projects, the first two major component replacement projects. Um, and uh, the part one of that hearing happened um, just a couple of weeks ago in Ottawa. Part two will be in King Carden late May. Um, there is an opportunity for the public to get involved in that process. Um, it's a great process, and uh, the commissioners come actually into the community, which we think is a great opportunity mm -hmm. for them to see what the community is like to get, you know, to get away from Ottawa, which I'm sure they appreciate, mm -hmm. and see, you know, see what the community um, support actually looks like. That's and, right. and, uh, so we're encouraging people to get involved in that process. Um, it's uh, online. Uh, you can go to the CNSC website and uh, write a letter, um, you know, and it's open for people to support. Um, there are people who don't support nuclear and that's fine. Uh, that, you know, it's a, it's a free and democratic process. So we encourage anybody who has an opinion or who uh, wants to get involved to get involved. That's great. And so we'll make sure to put that link directly on the podcast so it's easy for people to, uh, to get involved. Um, is there, um, I, I think I saw something online and you might have mentioned it, um, a bit of a Bruce Power specific URL, like to support this initiative? Yeah. Um, some of the sort of partner organizations that we work with, Women in Nuclear, the North American Young Generation Nuclear, uh, Canadian Nuclear Workers Council, uh, our Pensioners uh, Association have uh, banded together to uh, start a website, uh, supportbrucepower.com, uh, and uh, th there's an online petition that people can go okay, on great. and express their uh, support and get some more information about the process. And, you know, we, we never want blind support. Blind support doesn't really help us. Mm -hmm. If people are informed and still support us, that's really for us the silver bullet that, that we need. And, and when most people delve into nuclear uh, a little deeper and really understand what's going on, we get a ton of support. We just did some community polling in Grey Bruce Huron. Again, really helps us to understand what the public's interested in, what questions they have, mm -hmm. areas where we're maybe not giving as much information as we should. And and those numbers were really, really encouraging. We get, you know, 85% support for refurbishment. We have 90% of people polled in Grey Bruce Huron who think that uh, Bruce Power is doing a good job and, and operates the plant safely. We get some feedback on how people want to get their communications from Bruce mm -hmm. Power, which is really important for us okay. too. For so long, um, it's always been number one is in the mail, number two is in the newspaper. For the first time ever, 
um, the number one was online uh, cool. through the, through the yeah. website. So uh, we're catching up. And but it, again, that helps us sort of, you know, people wonder why we're doing so much sort of old school print stuff. It's because that's what people want. And we hmm. want to make sure we're communicating with the way people want. And we're obviously doing all kinds of other things as well, including social media. But we don't want to forget that some people still like to get things in their Thank hands you. to read. And, so. and we see that too. I mean, it's just nice to observe other uh, organizations that experience the same things we do. It's sort of mm. one of the ways or the strengths of our communication strategy is it recognizes the variety of means for communication, mm -hmm. but take advantage of the new stuff, you know. Yeah. Heck, even our elections are going to be online this, this fall. Right. We'll talk yes, about that at right. another show mm -hmm. probably, but it's well, all Well, as be. we sit around doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. Yeah, yes. yeah, I guess. Yes. Yeah, no, that's very cool. Yeah. And one of the things, too, that you had mentioned about, you know, the silver bullet, you want informed support. You want people to know what you're doing and, and you're communicating well and you're, you're sharing your story and your messaging very well. Um, and I, it was funny. I was thinking I read an article recently around employee um, social media use. And it was, you know, it was kind of this theme on setting employees as your ambassadors. And so in this context, you as I understand, you know, Bruce Power wants to certainly your employees as your ambassadors, but the community too, like inform people so that they are your true ambassadors moving forward. So we applaud you in your communications efforts. I think yourself and your team are, uh, are doing a, a really great job. Thank you. It's exciting work, and, and I think you've gained a real insight into the industry. You're almost an honorary member of the nuclear industry. I've seen you uh, you know, at conferences and office openings, so I'm sure you have some insight into our industry, which, uh, which a lot of people don't have. But yeah, we try very hard. It's a complicated technology, yes. and, uh, but I think yeah, there's a, we have a great story to tell, and, mm -hmm. uh, and certainly the community. And you know, we have so many members of our Pensioners Association, which are a, such a strong advocate, and they're out there talking to their neighbors and and explaining things and and yeah we've got a lot of uh, champions out there and and yeah it's just our job to give them the information they need to go out and, and help us tell a story yeah fantastic that's great so let's circle back to the intern um, sorry indigenous relations supplier network um, so that network is it this is a partnership with Bruce power or can you tell me us a little bit more about sure. that sure so yeah it's it's something that we've uh, we've wanted to get going for a little while we've been engaging with uh, indigenous communities uh, in the area, San, um, the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation, the historic Saugeen Métis, the Métis Nation of Ontario, and uh, this really is part and parcel of reconciliation, and we, we all have a role to play in reconciliation. It's not just the government. Uh, mm -hmm. Industry does as well, and you know, you look at the history of, uh, of, the, of the people, and, and you know, they've, they've, they've gone through a lot, and they've, uh, you know, it has not been fair, and I think we all have a role to play. And we engage with them on a number of regulatory items. We really want to move that to in, to including, you know, employment and and um, making sure we know who the indigenous businesses are mm -hmm. and, and and funneling uh, business to them uh, where we can, and encouraging our suppliers as well to work with the, the indigenous communities to hire indigenous people to identify indigenous economic development opportunities and businesses mm -hmm. that we can do business with to, to help uh, ensure that uh, the, that community is also sharing in, in the prosperity that we believe is, is here and coming. Yeah, that's fantastic. Such a great message and such a group, uh, a excellent opportunity to bring that group together and support that network, mm -hmm. especially with our suppliers landing. And I've, I have um, built some excellent relationships with suppliers and, and they love this too. You know, mm -hmm. they, they understand, they see it, they believe it, they know that this is a real opportunity. Um, we know that there's going to be significant job opportunities as part of the major component replacement. Um, and so these suppliers that are coming are looking for skills and talent and, and we are so fortunate 
fortunate in this area and certainly have lots of opportunity for everybody and including our indigenous neighbors so mm-hmm. it's, it's exciting I, time yeah i think we all want to make a difference in yeah, our jobs of course. and i think this is a real opportunity where everybody can do that mm-hmm. and uh, and we're excited about that that's great what do you think jay well, it'd be nice to, to highlight um, uh, what we expect over the next short term. You this sort of you mentioned that 2020, January 2020 is the, the start date. But again, so we are prepared as a municipality, as a community, mm-hmm. what maybe in the short or near term over the next year and a half do you think we can expect? Sure. Yeah, so uh, part two relicensing for us is obviously the big uh, hurdle. That's end of May, two-day hearing in King Carden, May 30th and 31st. Um, assuming that uh, we get our 10-year license, then, yeah, that allows us to, uh, we still have some, con- we've been starting to line up contracts for that first major component replacement. We announced a big one uh, earlier this year, uh, the steam generator replacement team, uh, which involves the three big companies, uh, Framatome, Acon, and Acom, who will be doing that very big piece of work. We still have some big contracts uh, to finalize uh, this year. Uh, once we get all those, then we can, you know, sort of finalize the pricing for the first major component replacement with the with the province, and then uh, we're locked in and ready to go. And it's all prep work and um, working very closely with Ontario Power Generation and their Darlington project, which is going really, really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, having people down there, lessons learned, sharing information with them, uh, yeah, so that once. Uh, you know, 2020 comes January 1st, we're ready to, to hit the ground running and get that first uh, project uh, done uh, on time, on budget. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be very exciting times. We will see, I think, um, the increase in workers coming into the area. I think we're seeing it already that people mm-hmm. are uh, relocating. Some of our suppliers who've set up offices, they have staff relocating. Um, we're going to have regular some outages between now and then where we'll be increasing uh, the level of workers in the area. So, yeah, I think it's it's going to just keep growing, and, and our job is to make sure that uh, the community knows what's coming and we can provide them with as much information as they can. And that's why we do the polling. Um, that's why we you know make sure that we know what the questions are and, and take every opportunity we can to engage with the public to make sure we're giving them the information they know and, and so they know what's coming. Mm-hmm. That's great. And we, mm-hmm. Jay and I, work really closely with our developers. We have a developer staff working group. So these developers are, you know, commercial, residential, um, doing all sorts of really great stuff in town or they're thinking about doing something in town. So as you guys roll forward with your information and as you release, you know, the numbers, figures, the employment, what it's going to look like, we're sharing that with them too to say we're serious. Like this is growth. This is big. This is exciting. Um, I'm not sure if you saw in the news last year, our construction value was $76.7 million, and that was up wow. 75% from mm-hmm. 2016. Yeah. So it's, well, it's, it's unbelievable. It's across the board. It's even yeah. over the, the last five years, we've accounted for 50% of all growth in the county. So it, it's just more information that we can use to be prepared and remind ourselves. We, we, you know, we just have to do uh, as much as we can to keep, uh, keep Bruce Power and uh, it's uh, contractors busy and and not delayed at all. Mm-hmm. That's all right. It's a, yeah. you know, and my phone is a little bit of a, it's just probably uh, 
podcast 101 <laughs> and what not to do when you're on a podcast is make sure you well, we've had that before. Okay. Let's, let's we've had that before. Yeah, 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 we'll keep that one in. But no, I, I guess where I was going with that growth comment, and Jay, you're right. Like, it's incredible what we what we are seeing in growth. And we, we know it's for lots of reasons. And we do, uh, nuclear is absolutely an economic driver, but as is tourism and agriculture. Mm-hmm. So that's our job is to make sure that we're diversifying the economy and that we're supporting um, big players and that we're supporting all players, uh, small business owners right up to Bruce Power. So certainly as your suppliers land, Jay and I are happy to, to help them find a home and then their families to help them physically find their homes. But then it goes that step further where we're talking about healthcare and schools and parks and trails and waterfront and what do you do and what do you do in the winter? What do you do when it's snowing in April? Like look outside. <laughs> it's, um, you know what, how do you find the news in the community? It's all those little things that we might take for granted. So we are also working behind the scenes um, as part of a welcoming communities group that um, OMAFRA and Bruce Power have been working in Bruce County have been working together to make sure that we are that online welcoming presence, that we have answers for those newcomer questions um, and that we have programming and different opportunities for people to learn about what life is like in Bruce County. So so I think that, you know, what's been happening between Bruce County, Bruce Power, and then the lower tier municipalities like us, Sogging Shores, has been a lot of fun. Um, it's Everyone's been very successful, and uh, I'm looking forward to continuing this relationship. As are we, and I think it's great what you're doing. And, yeah, I think we hear from the people who are moving into the area and and. You know, they feel like they've died and gone to heaven coming yeah. from, you know, larger places where you have a whole, you know, host of different you know, issues, traffic, you know, high cost. And and they come here and realize that we really do uh, live in a, a oh, pretty great gosh. place with, know. you know, with a lot of opportunities and a lot of, you know, the, the natural beauty of the area. And, and the, you know, the pace is, is I think people are really, uh, really enjoying that. So we're certainly not hearing a lot of complaints from suppliers who've relocated the area they really love it here and, and are really happy to be here that's great yeah. well that's what we what we strive for mm-hmm. awesome um john was there anything else that you wanted to share with us um no i think we hit it all i'm happy to be back i'd love to come back again and keep people up to speed we certainly appreciate this opportunity to to uh, connect with the listeners and uh, and yeah i'm you know Love to be back, uh, you know, a year from now or sooner. Yeah, if, uh, I was, was going to say, have, maybe if you'll have me. Yeah. If there's some announcement, yeah, yeah. let us know. Absolutely, if there's nothing we can do to help. So what we'll do is we will link um, all of the stuff that we had talked about that has that online connection. We'll send all of that, uh, set it all up with the podcast so that listeners can have a look there. And thanks so much for joining us today. Fantastic. Thanks a lot. And that was episode 44. Yeah, good conversation. And He's such a smart guy. Yeah, I just I love listening to him speak about it because he he has it you know right here at the in his and pointing as visually on a you know <laughs> he's got it right here right at his head. <laughs> yes. Jay's finger is pointing to Jay's head. Yes, John is a smart guy and he always brings lots of interesting um, highlights to the table. Excellent key messaging around what they're doing um, and good stories and and that's always engaging. So that was a good conversation and, and we're looking forward to sharing sharing that far and wide. And um, we want you to share with us. Yes, please. As we always say, you can email at podcast at soggingshores.ca uh, subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes if you want to get regular you know notices that when a, when a new episode goes up and uh, I that's, guess that's the short report for April 4th 2018